Hi guys, this is Kendra Kamer with the Candidly Kendra podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021, and today I want to talk to you about six books that helped nurture my soul. Today's podcast is part one of what I expect will be a two-part series, although I reserve the right to make it a three-part series if I think of more books I want to tell you about as I go, which is possible. But right now I have it narrowed down to six. I hope you guys enjoy. You might not be surprised to hear that I'm a pretty prolific reader. I had to look that one up. I thought, wait, how many books do you have to read for it to be prolific? <laughs> There's no definition. Prolific means abundant, as it turns out. And yes, I think it could be said that I am an abundant reader. I'm almost always reading something. When I finish one book, I immediately pull out the next. I stay up too late reading sometimes, and I have a favorite spot to read in my house. Oh, and a favorite snack to eat while I, we I read. What I don't have is a favorite genre. I love great books, and I like perfectly fine books, regardless of whether it's a romance, a biography, sociological nonfiction, or even low-intensity life coaching. I started to call it life coaching fluff, and I thought that might be uh, unfair to the authors. I really do enjoy some of those books. But occasionally, I will open a book expecting to find something that will capture my interest, but instead I find something that transforms my life. Some books rent space in my mind for a couple of days, but others move in and live there for the rest of my life. Today, I wanted to share with you six books that made themselves at home in my mind. These are the ones that altered my perspective, reframed my reactions, and reshaped who I am. I'm telling you, books are powerful. So the first one on my list is the book that taught me to be still. This is the book called Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World, Finding Intimacy with God in the Busyness of Life by Joanna Weaver. And I'm going to put links to the Amazon of these books, Amazon's copies of these books in my show notes. Uh, these links will be affiliate links, so I might get a commission if you buy something, just so you know. Now, I distinctly remember sitting in the doctor's office in Barcelona, Spain, pregnant with my first child, worrying over how I would continue to keep up with our college ministry activities with a newborn while still being a good wife. That's when I first opened this book. The first line said, have you ever tried to do it all? Well, from that moment, I was hooked. I drank from this book like a thirsty wanderer drinks from a clean fountain. It was everything I knew I needed. I learned to appreciate the Martha tendencies in myself, which are both a struggle and a gift, as most personality traits are. I learned to trust God with my tasks, to let go and let others step in, to let them have the blessing of being involved in ways when I couldn't, and to engage with the smaller, quieter part of me that can be more like Mary sitting quietly at the feet of Jesus. That's the first book having a merry heart in a Martha world. Secondly, the book that helped me see God. This book is The Shack, Where Tragedy Confronts Eternity by William P. Young. Now I know that some of you are uncomfortable that I included this book in my list. This book received a lot of backlash from Christian reviewers for including depictions of God that departed rather drastically from his biblical descriptions. But this is exactly how 
God used this book to show me who he is. You see, for decades, I learned the truth about the God of the Bible, the true God. But somehow the descriptions of the biblical God lost their power in the repetition. In my flesh, I was somehow inoculated to God's glory. I hardly cared. But God also used these shocking descriptions in this book to open my eyes to who he really was. If you need to wake up a tired faith, take a look at this book. I recommend that you grab a friend and your Bible and keep them close as you read the shack. Mark up the parts in the book that don't sound quite right and then look in your Bible and see what the truth really is. Let this book lead you to the heart of God. And third, the book that helped me understand myself is a book called Captivating, Unveiling the Mystery of a Woman's Soul by John and Stacey Eldridge. The inside of this book says, Kendra Kamer, give it back. (laughs) I walk the confusing line of wanting to lend this book out to every 20-something girl I meet, but also wanting to keep it for my own reference. I want to lend it out, but I want them to give it back to me when they're done. You see, in this book, John and Stacey Eldridge walk through what the heart of a woman longs for, and it explains so much. Our longings shape our behavior. They explain our sins and our slip-ups, but they point us back to the one who created us for himself. The main points of this book have made it into my conference talks, to blog posts, and dozens of conversations with friends. I hope you'll read this one, particularly if you work with young women or if you have a daughter. Thanks guys. So this is part one of my list of six books that help nurture my soul. You can find part two on my podcast next Wednesday. I hope you'll tune back in and hear about the latest three books that God has really used to change my life. I hope you guys have an awesome afternoon and I'll be back again on Candidly Kendra Eats on Friday.